You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, this Tuesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, I'm really delighted because we're going to hear about an original production by the Hong Kong Youth Arts Foundation, and it's called 24-7-365. And I'm really delighted to be chatting with Anka Jung, who is the assistant director at HKYAF, along with two cast members, Emilia Kate Oliver, along with Aidan Rafael Santos. Rafa, welcome to the program. Program. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's so good to see you all. We are also live on Facebook this morning. Let me try and get the audio sorted out. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear all of us. So, Anka, maybe I'll start off with you first. Um, can you sort of give us an overall scoop of what this production is all about? teenage girl um, whose life is governed by the demands of her OCD, compulsive disorder. So she's relentlessly counting and sorting and obeying the voices in her head. Uh, She's been isolating in her bedroom for the past few years due to the COVID pandemic. So right now society is normalizing. So it's about how she's resuming, um, how she's dealing with and like observing how her peers are resuming their normal day lives through social media. And this Um, is very real at the moment because I think a lot of young people and old people are sort of getting out of that pandemic haze and interacting in in, in real life once again. Absolutely. So our writer and director, Lindsay McAllister, um, she'd actually met this young teenage girl through one of our playwriting programs about five years ago who herself was dealing with OCD. And so she had written a short play about um, her dealing with the condition. And we realized how much is stereotyped and generalized about this actually very serious mental health condition. Mm -hmm. Um, So this year is actually our uh, YAP's 30th anniversary. And we're really happy to be um, partnering with the West Kowloon Cultural District. And so we decided, because every year we focus on a different social topic that is relevant to young people. So this year we decided that we wanted to destigmatize mental health issues and look at it and uh, promote open conversation about these issues that really impact not just young people, actually all of us um, in society. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And congratulations, 30 years, celebrating 30 years of the Hong Kong Youth Arts Foundation. And one thing I really admire about you and your team is the great work that, you know, like you said, choosing topics that, you know, like normalizing, uh, destigmatizing uh, mental health issues, because if it's good enough for the stage, then people will be talking about it afterwards and it becomes much, much less of a taboo. So really kudos uh, to Lindsay and, and, and to your team for really bringing this to the forefront front. So let's go to the rehearsal process a a little bit. What's been happening? Because it's going on very soon from the 2nd um, of of November. So what's the rehearsal process been like, Anka? Um, It's been fantastic. I'll let them talk more about uh, in the studio and how it all goes there. But just want to say, actually, it's really interesting this year because Lindsay's decided that for this play, there's only one character that is on stage. Um, and all 43 of our cast members play that one character in the different facets of her OCD life. Wow. So um, 
And also this year we have live singing again. So that's really exciting for us. Yeah. Well, without further ado, let's bring along our two wonderful cast members who've been waiting uh, very patiently, Amelia and Rafa. So maybe ladies first, I'll start off with uh, Amelia. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about your involvement. Uh, So all, all of you play the same character. Tell us more about this. Yeah, so we all we all play the young teenage girl Harper, um, and both Rafa and I are part of the main cast. So there are about nine characters in the main cast, but everyone dances, ensemble, main cast. We all play um, this one girl, and it creates an incredible opportunity for all of us to put a little bit of our individuality into this character and explore all the different facets to her and um, her as a person. Yeah. 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 And what about you, Rafa? What are you bringing to the table when you're playing Harper? Um, so for me, um, what, what's different about this production is that, um, this is my first time playing as main cast. So most of the time I'm playing ensemble or side characters, but, um, as someone who plays Harper in the main cast, uh, I have lines. So we, uh, research about who Harper is, what OCD is about, like, how it affects Harper as a character. So just uh, really glad we have a lot of autonomy in the rehearsal process because, um, yeah, just like having uh, that freedom to, you know, do movement sequences and how to deliver lines and all that. And yeah. yeah, you raise such a great point because it's true at uh, the Youth Arts Foundation, it really is such an ensemble feeling, you know, everybody's ideas matter and that it is a creation of, of everybody's hard work. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit more uh, about that. Um, in terms of OCD, were you, Rafa and Amelia, you know, were you both familiar with this uh, disorder before? Um, I mean, how much did you know about it before this production and how much have you learned along the way? Amelia? I mean, me personally, um, I feel like I knew as much as many people in society do um, and had a bit of a um, a, ver- a very little um, understanding of, you know, just thinking, oh, you know, people with OCD, they're just very organised, um, which is very ignorant of me. But throughout this entire process, I've learned so much and talked to people and talked to my friends. Um, some of them do have OCD and learnt how much of a spectrum it is just like many other mental disorders and um, disabilities and um, people in the neurodivergent community as well and seeing how much um, it can affect your life and how it can be so debilitating on your relationships, um, with your family, with your friends, um, with yourself mm-hmm. and kind of debating with your mind 24-7, you know, you're, yeah. you're just battling yourself. And I definitely learned um, more about that throughout this whole process and how it can it can really take a toll on someone's life. And I really hope that um, we create this opportunity for that to be seen by the audience and allow that, as you said before, to have an open conversation and allow people to understand this is not just some surface level making sure everything's aligned. This is, it can, it can really go by deep. So, yeah. Yeah. Like before this production, I didn't really have any idea what OCD was. Like, yeah, like the cliche or yeah. uh, the common thinking that, it was just like being really organized, which is, yeah, also really ignorant of me. But so what was really interesting about OCD to me was that you, people had these thoughts spiral. So an example would just be like for someone without OCD, um, you'd be laying on your bed and then you'd start worrying about like the fan being on and then you'd worry about it for a little bit and then you go out and check, right? 
But for someone with OCD, they worry about it and then they check and then it's off their shirt. They go back to bed and then they keep thinking about it. So they're obsessing over it. Um, so this would be called as a thought spiral. And so the way they neutralize those thoughts was to just have these compulsive behaviors. So it would be organizing, but sometimes it would also just be hand washing. Um, and so that was really, finding that out was really helpful in playing this character, um, really living the part. And um, yeah, because our goal is to really move the audience in storytelling. And so being able to know what OCD is and acting that out uh, really helps in that endeavor. So, yeah. yeah, I like the way you both explain that. It's true because we sometimes make jokes like, oh, that person's OCD, you know, just by being organized. But actually, true OCD is really debilitating. It really inhibits your ability to function in, in everyday life because you're constantly bombarded with these intrusive thoughts that you have very little control over and like you said you know a fan is is a good example just to have to check sometimes it goes beyond that you know having to go to the toilet having to wash hands and it can even go far beyond that as amelia you mentioned it's a spectrum so for some people it, it you just won't be able to hold down a um you know a, a typical a, a normal life whatever that might be so um in terms of the research, it must be so interesting because there are a few of you all playing the same character. What sorts of research did you put, um, you know, um, into that character building um, so that everybody would bring a different side of Harper? Um, Rafa, perhaps, you, or, or Amelia? So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. So uh, what I did for research was um, I went online, as other people would do, to see what it was like for people who had OCD, like people like from their own personal experience. And yeah, that's what I found. Like some an author would be John Green who has OCD. Um, so I watched interviews, I looked at articles and all that. Also poems, poems is really um, a helpful thing to read because you know poetry really expresses feelings and when you have no more words to say, it's 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 good to have um, yeah, to look at that angle as well. So, yeah. And our goal for, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our, good. Our goal for um, this play was to, you know, increase the worldview of our audience and um, to help them gain a, a certain sense of sympathy for people with OCD so that people don't feel so ostracized anymore. Like people with, you know, mental illness, whether it be OCD or depression, so that they don't feel alone, that they feel like they can have something to relate to. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Rafa. And how about for you, Amelia? What sorts of uh, research did you do to, to put into your character? Um, yeah, we had a lot of open conversations to cast about how much we knew ourselves and kind of um, learnt from each other, which I think is a great way, especially, you know, as you said, it's such an ensemble-like community and we all just have open conversations um, because that's what we want to do with our audience. And as I mentioned earlier, I did talk to a couple of my friends who do suffer from OCD um, and they talked to me about how much the spectrum it is and I didn't realise the severity it can go to and how um, I knew them as this person who um, you know, was was wonderful and very organized. Just, just I didn't I didn't see them in that you know categorize them into that OCD kind of typecast that we have in society. Mm -hmm. And learning more about her and learning more about 
how she deals with that and and the impact it has on her life and her relationships it's really interesting to see how people handle that and still how they portray themselves so um you know normally in air quotes you know just what whatever that is um and it's really it was really interesting to see um how we can actually just look the same act the same but what's going inside your head is completely different so it was very interesting to be able to learn that from her and also be able to portray that on stage you know uh, portray our inner thoughts and what's going on inside her head through physical movement and physical theater um as well as verbally but um yeah yeah i think what's also wonderful is that we have a cast of 43 members and so you have 43 interpretations from you know our youngest cast member who's about 11 to 25 and you know some are singers some are more actors some are dancers and seeing just like all that come together it's, it's magic on stage yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit more about, about the highlights then uh, so far in the rehearsal process uh, have you got any sort of highlights you can share with our listeners uh, Amelia maybe you can go first yeah I mean this whole rehearsal process has been a blast <laughs> I've been doing yeah productions for about like seven years now and it's still just as fun every time. And a great thing about, as as Rafa mentioned earlier, is the autonomy. Um, and we get to create individually. Um, I mean, speaking for our ensemble, um, we definitely got to create individually in terms of like movement and um, physical theater. And then um, Lindsay would give us prompts and direct us and guide us to create um, these pieces. And we also got the opportunity to we also got like a leadership opportunity and got to teach other people some choreography, yeah. um, which was incredible. And just really have an open, open discussion between Lindsay and the creative team and us as well. And saying, oh, this would be great. Or oh, this would be great. And just really having such a great person like Lindsay guiding us through this whole process yeah. allowed us to feel like we can express ourselves and just tell our stories as well as the story of Harper and find a beautiful middle for that yeah like um this is the biggest cast i've ever worked with so being able to see so many different talents like um Emilie's amazing and singing and um <laughs> like seeing seeing a lot of people like our our um someone who plays harper one who has the most lines she acts um as this um, person with ocd so beautifully and she really brings her own nuance to it um as someone who is you know 17 you know so yeah being able to see everyone uh come together and create one big story is just really beautiful and that's one of the things that i love about art is that it has so many variations and the thing that um creates that is to have a lot of different people uh collectively working on it and uh, it's like great i'm really happy to have such a great director like uh lindsay to guide us in that um, to lead us in that absolutely every and it sounds so uplifting as well just to hear how you all speak about each other this experience will really stay with you um forever and it's always gonna be like that you know afterwards how are you guys gonna deal with the post-show blues i, I i've actually never asked yeah. this question before because Any of this reaction. <laughs> the last oh my yeah. gosh the last oh. we, we always it's tradition to have a little celebration after and we go up with each other and call our name and then we all give each other lots of hugs and lots of gifts and just lots of joy and honestly um i think because we put so much of ourselves into these productions and our time and our efforts and our emotions 
um, it can be quite tough to not do it anymore. But I think the beautiful thing about creation is it never stops. Right. We yeah. can just take what we've learned from this and keep going. Yeah. I don't and, think, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything is going to end. Like, because mm-hmm. we've made so many new friendships, mm-hmm. I don't really think of it as something ending. I think of it as something, you know, beginning, you know, like more connections, more things to be created um, and all that. Actually, yeah. that's something quite exciting for us this year is that our creative team, our choreographers, a few of them are YAF alumni. So, you know, they've come through our program, they've performed, and now they've gone on to college, and now they're back as professional choreographers and working with the young people. So seeing that is, it's fantastic. Wow, that's an amazing so thing. Yeah, <laughs> going anywhere. And then you guys will be back as choreographers very soon, hopefully. Yeah, you never know what the future holds. Um, well, I do know what the future holds. Uh, the public can see the public performances between the 2nd and the 4th of November, which is Thursday to the Saturday at 7.30pm, and also on the 4th of November on the Saturday at 2.30. And, of course, there'll be school performances as well. Tickets are available. Remind our listeners uh, once again, how can we find out more about the great work that you're doing at uh, HKYAF at the Hong Kong Youth Arts Foundation? Anka, have you got a website and are you on social media? So our tickets are being sold through the West Kowloon Cultural District website. So if you just go online and um, if you look up 247365 Musical, you'll find it on their website. Yeah. And we'll post a link on this Facebook Live as well. Meanwhile, thank you so much as ever for such a great chat. Anka, it's always lovely to have you back on the program. And thank you so much, Amelia and Rafa. Best of luck for your production. It sounds like it's, um, you know, it'll make people think, it'll make people laugh. And most of all, it'll make people discuss more about this very important topic of OCD. The best of luck for your performance. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us.